Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another drive-through rundown. It's been some time since I covered some expansions. It's been some time since I covered a few different games, so I'm going to jump into that this week if you're following these videos in real time. First one we've got here is Mage Wars Arena. This is the Paladin versus Siren expansion set. also comes with a couple of uh, first print run promo cards. Uh, so as you can see, it's a Paladin. It's a Siren. It comes with some spell books. It comes with some cards for the, each of the mages, as well as some other cards to kind of beef out your general set. So let's jump into the box. So first I just wanted to show the spell books that come with it. As always, they are very well and nicely themed uh, with the mage that they go for. So here you've got the siren uh, themed spell book here. I'll show you the back of it as well with the little seashell there. And then you've got here the paladin with your kind of typical paladin shield with the emblem there. And on the back there, a sword uh, with a line. So first let's jump into the paladin and we'll take a look at uh, him and some of his cards and spells. First here you can see the stats here, the health, the spell points, and the different schools of magic. He's very much a holy uh, type of character, so a lot of his cards I found that will actually go very nicely uh, with some of the other healers, the priests and priestess and so on. Uh, so if you're not interested in playing the Paladin, I do think this is worth picking up uh, because a lot of these spells will kind of round out those other uh, characters. Now the first kind of special abilities here, he's going to be spending and acquiring this token here these valor tokens and you can get these in a variety of different ways uh, the main use of these is to cast these auras here so you can see these double-sided tokens resolute aura cleansing aura, retribution on this side we've got martyr aura, and you've got the uh, valor cost there and you can see what the effect does here uh, in the rulebook for the various different things so let's take a look at the retribution error there uh, cost six valor uh, Friendly creatures in the Paladin Zone gain Tough, minus two. Other friendly creatures in the Paladin Zone gain Armor, plus two. We've got another kind of different one here, a Cleansing Aura. As a quick healing spell, the Paladin may pay one Valor, heal target friendly creature in his zone two damage, and he may also remove a Poison Condition uh, from them by paying its removal cost. And so there's a variety of different ores here. Sometimes they'll trigger back and they'll affect you. Uh, so this is a, a good way to kind of get things out. Uh, and it's sort of a shortcut to spells in a way. So the spells, and if you think of it, cards have become tokens in a way. And now you have these like quick actions and sort of proc effects that are going to happen. Now the other interesting thing about here, and this is probably my favorite part of the Paladin, is this challenge token here. So you can challenge uh, another creature uh, up to two zones away and that creature basically has to attack the paladin if it doesn't if it attacks somebody else then you'll get a valor that way and then one of the other ways i should have mentioned was that you get the valor by attacking the strongest creature uh, that's out on the board if there's no creature then you get it for attacking the mage uh, but this is a very interesting way of sort of corralling uh, you know where the monsters are going giving them incentives to attack you or you know not attack you but it gives you valor and that kind of thing so it's very interesting to kind of play with that now moving on to the, some of the cards here. You've got a lot of cards that are focused on doing kind of quick, instant, very small amounts of damage. Uh, the probably one good example on this page here is the Helm of Justice. It says when a non-mage friendly creature in your zone is attacked and damaged, you may pay a mana. If you do the attack, it receives one direct light damage, regardless of range or line of sight. So, you know, line of sight, range, proximity, all has a lot to do with this game. So this Paladin here is very good at kind of breaking that rule generally. And here we can see the Paladin's Cloak. This is another way. Whoops. 
that you will get Valor. Uh, so when you cast a healing incantation, heal this mage one damage, so it heals you. Uh, and when it casts by your mage heals four more damage, then you'll get a Valor token from the cloak. Similar card here, but based on the attack is when you declare an attack with this sword. Uh, you may spend Valor to add plus six to your effect roll. That's the yellow die there. And when the Radiant Slash deals five or more damage, you will gain a Valor there. So you can, you know, use this, get the Valor, spend the Valor kind of cycle here. Now these conjurations here, these are terrain, and the siren also has these terrain. And so you can see that this you're sort of marking up the ground. This is going to affect um, sometimes friendly creatures and sometimes enemy creatures. In this case, uh, friendly creatures will get a regenerate one trait. Uh, sometimes they'll harm uh, the other uh, non-friendly creatures and so on. And the siren has quite a few of those that are based around water. And here I just wanted to show you the luminous blast spell. Uh, it's always very nice to have these kind of direct damage effects mixed into your holy mage and these give you a few more options there to add for your paladin as, for, as well as for other uh, characters. And here I wanted to show you Artemis there, and she is basically Daredevil, which is pretty cool. Uh, so she can see uh, obscured uh, characters. So other characters that you wouldn't normally be able to see, she can sense because she can you know, hear them and not necessarily see them. Uh, so this is a kind of a fun thematic character. And then another character is cool. Uh, you don't often see unicorns in the game, but this one says during the upkeep phase, uh, Dorsius, this unicorn here, uh, may heal another friendly living creature in this zone to damage, but this bypasses uh, the finite light trait, which is pretty cool because, you know, it's a unicorn. And here, down here, is another example of attacking the strongest enemy. They'll get plus two uh, melee when they're attacking the strongest enemy uh, on the board. And I want to look at some of the enchantments here. This is a fun one, Blind and Dissipate 3, so it will only last uh, three turns. And it says, when this creature attacks, is after you've enchanted it, and damages an object, you must reveal Blind. When this creature attacks during the roll to miss uh, step, roll the effect die. If the roll is six or less, then the attack actually misses there. And then on this page, we have here Eye for an Eye, which is again a Holy Mage only thing. Eye for an Eye can only be revealed before the roll dice step of an attack. During the damage and effect step, the attacker suffers the same damage and effects as the defender, then destroy Eye for an Eye. So this is very cool because if they're going to attack you, then boom, it's going to blow right back equally uh, in their face. And here we've got kind of a heal over time spell, dissipate three, and it will do heal all friendly living creatures to damage uh, for a few turns. And here's an example of one that I think would be very useful uh, in other holy mage decks. Uh, each upkeep phase, the controller of lifelink may heal up to three damage from this creature and places it on himself as direct damage regardless of distance or line of sight. So that could be very useful to, you know, sort of keep them alive. Now before I move into the Siren book, I just wanted to show you the two sort of promo cards. These are very big, high cost creatures. You can see Althea, Noble Enforcer, is this kind of regal dragon, costs you 24 mana. And then Sheeran Leviathan uh, costs you 22 mana. So you've got your sort of holy dragon and then your kind of uh, water creature here and you can see the actual the point cost there is quite high there's eight for that one and then five uh, for this one so it would be cost you a ton to splash this you know outside of your school of magic uh, this one is particularly interesting to me uh, this says it's flying legendary psychic immunity uh, which is actually important when fighting against you know things like the force master as well as the siren and it says when an enemy creature receives a daze or stun condition marker from a light attack they also receive two direct light damage. Do not ready Alpha during your ready phase. Once per round, a cleric you control may spend a full action to pray and then ready Alpha. So 
she's kind of, kind of, I assume it's a girl. Uh, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's a woman dragon. Uh, so she will be sort of proccing these effects just by her presence. And then you've, she's got to also sort of, uh, she expects a little bit of prayer to activate and then, you know, hopefully go and wreck the heck out of uh, uh, the other side. Uh, now this one here is going to uh, be very good inside of aquatic terrain. Uh, so while Shiran Leviathan is in a zone with aquatic terrain, enemy non-mage and non-aquatic creatures in the zone are restrained. You can see it's got its tentacles and stuff like that that's going to be holding on to them. And he or she is quite the uh, beefcake there in terms of damage and they've got piercing plus two and so on. Now we're going to go ahead and take a look at the siren and we'll take a look at her and let's take a look at some of her special abilities. Now she's got a couple of interesting abilities. The first one here is Siren's Call and this basically forces a creature to move two zones uh, closer to you and it will actually buff up uh, a friendly creature if you do that. So you might call your friendly creature in, it'll get a little bit of a buff to their melee attack, uh, but you might do that to actually pull somebody into a trap and kind of set that. Maybe you do some walls or something around that to force them to go through that. And it's also worth noting, and very important, that you, the creature cannot attack her uh, if they're under the influence of a siren's call. And she also has access to this fermata here, which is kind of the opposite of dissipate. This is a way of sort of keeping uh, spells around uh, longer than they should be. So she can cast that, and then these will slowly reduce over time. Then we'll take a look here at some of her cards. I think probably the most interesting piece of equipment here are these two rings. So you can see this one here, Ring of Ocean's Depth. It, you pay one less mana uh, when you cast a Hydra or Aquatic spell. And then if we look at here, the Ring of Tides, uh, you, when you have the initiative, when this mage makes a Hydra attack, that attack rolls one additional die and plus two to effect roll. So you get both those rings equipped. You have some reduced cost in your spells and a little bit more attack. So it's good to just get, kind of get those out. And you've got some other things that are going to sort of trigger off uh, moving creatures around and reducing, you know, the cost and, uh, of all your aqua spells. And here's something you may try to actually uh, move somebody through here, this bed of urchins. So as creatures move through there, uh, then if they're non-flying, then they're going to take some damage that way. And then here we've got an example of shallow sea. This is another, you can see, type of terrain. This is going to affect any aquatic creatures that are in that zone. Uh, and if they're not aquatic, it's actually going to hinder them. So they get a bonus to melee if they can swim. And they're going to be a little bit slower because uh, you can see the sharks there chasing uh, some of these. Now the artwork for this one I think is, is my favorite. I might actually like the Paladin a bit more. I'm not really sure. Uh, but uh, I do like the artwork on these cards better. And here you can see some more examples of that. We've got this Blightheart, sort of a pirate character. And then Depton Berserker, which is looks like a shark with sort of a machine gun on it but it's got some kind of outfit there but I like that kind of artwork there and there's also like these hammerhead sharks there so that's kind of fun and speaking of movement here you've got the Kraken uh, pretty decent cost to some decent decent attacks there uh, this one here doesn't do as much damage but it'll snatch and grapple so you can pull that uh, character again towards you so basically snatch will pull them towards you and then you put the little grapple token on them and that makes it so they can't move on their own. And we've also got here a sort of, I don't know, like a little 
evil mermaid type of thing there. And, uh, and has a similar idea of the snatch. Here's some more funny art with the two sharks there. And we've also got a Shoals Deep uh, crocodile as well, a giant crocodile. Uh, the other stuff in here is pretty standard stuff, but I like the Tsunami one especially here. So you can see it costs you quite a bit. Uh, it's 14, you say, well, it only does three damage, but let's take a look at the effect. So when Tsunami is cast, choose a direction. After the attack resolves, repeat the attack one zone farther away in each chosen direction. This continues until there are no further zones. Flying creatures are immune to that. So you, it, you know, it's, it's a wave. It's gonna be going across the arena, hitting everything in it. Um, you know, basically in that one direction and doing three damage plus probably pushing them because you only need to hit a five plus on that. So that is the two mages, just kind of a brief overview to kind of give you the flavor of them. Uh, like I said, I think it's worth picking up even if you're not interested in the Paladin or the Siren specifically. Uh, the Paladin stuff is gonna be very nice to kind of splash in with your other holy mages. So that's it, thanks.